So the big question is this, are you tired of the hustle and grind of fix and flip? Do you really think you can wholesale your way to success? What you really want is a cash flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom, sunsets and palm trees on your terms. But what if you're stuck because you have no capital, no time and no idea where to start? That ends now. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags to riches real estate millionaire who started out with no money or credit and quickly grew a portfolio of cash flowing apartments. Not to mention, he did it all with other people's money. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life, and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. So now, here's your host, the big kahuna, Corey Peterson. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson. We have an excellent show today. I've got another one of my good friends from my Collective Genius Group, and he's a straight-up boss, and he's going to really bring some uh, really good insight into rehab management, property management, um, and some things that they're doing. I mean, he's doing it in the single-family space, but a lot of these things, they truly overlap in what it takes to do uh, commercial property management. Um, before we get to that, real quick, you know, if you would like to learn how to be one of our investors in our deals, we have a process for that. And how you get to know us and we get to know you is by going to kahunainvestments.com. And when you get there, you're going to opt in. Uh, I'm going to give you my free book for doing it. And we're going to ask you financial questions. Why? Because the SEC makes this. We do have a membership site. It's a membership process, and we will get to know you and create a substantive relationship. And at that point, uh, once we've created that relationship, we will then be able to give you access to any future deals that we may have. So go on over to kahunainvestments.com and check us out. Um, so with that said, um, let me bring my guest on the show, RJ uh, Pepino. He is um, one of the co-founders of Columbus Turnkey Properties. I mean, he's he's got a bachelor's in marketing management from Youngstown State University. He's been doing this for, gosh, you've done over 500 deals, haven't you, RJ? Yeah, we've been doing this uh, a while. Yeah, in Columbus. Um, and he's just, and, the, and him and his partner, they've been crushing it. So I've already had his partner on, but RJ is kind of the guy that's behind the scenes, right? He's not out there raising money. He's the one that's making things work. And I'm telling you, that is the most critical part in any, it's operations. Operations is where you make or break deals most of the time. So with that said, RJ, welcome to the show, brother. Hey, Corey, thanks for being, thanks for having me on here. Uh, I know we've been trying to connect, had to reschedule this a couple of times and you're busy and I'm busy. So I'm happy to be here and I'm looking forward to adding any value that I can to your audience. You know, I went to your your meeting and learned a lot about some of the stuff that we're doing in, in our business from, you know, an apartment standpoint. It's amazing to see what you guys have done in the last couple of years that, I, that I've known you. So super pumped to be here, man. And uh, it's good to see you. You've got something special going on too, dude. You're engaged, bro. I know, man. I wish you could be there. I know you, you got some traveling going on, yeah. but it's going to be fun. I just I'll send you some money anyways. I, I know that we're going to have a, a good time anyways, but um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm crushed. You got out of town too, I really right? Wanted, I, I really wanted to be on that one. Yeah. We're going to be in Paris. I think. Oh man. 
Oh man, we're gonna miss you too. Any other place? I'd be, I'd be there, man. Like I, I would miss. So. I know, I know. We're gonna be in Europe too. So when you're probably coming back is when we're going to Italy for our um, our honeymoon. Oh, right on. All right. Well, I'll give you some money to help get you there and uh, at least buy a dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate you, brother. Yeah. So tell me about what you guys doing in uh, property management. Just give me your quick story, and then let's talk about like what. What the hell it is you're doing? Yeah, so um, you know, I got started back in like oh seven oh eight, and oh seven I was reading books, and guess what book I read? Rich, Rich dad, dad, poor dad. Dad. So I'm a byproduct of that. I get a phone call from my brother. I'm in college, right? And I'm I, I'm just the tail end of college. I get this phone call from my brother saying, "Hey, man, you gotta read this book." I, you know, he's he's a big book guy, and he he was in Barnes and Noble, and he's like rich dad, poor dad. I'm like, what is this? You know, yeah. it's like, pick it up, go pick it up, read it. And then uh, let me know what you think of it. And we've always had an entrepreneurial type spirit in our family. Um, and we were thinking about like maybe opening up a restaurant, right? I'm glad I didn't do that, but Ooh, yeah, uh, that's he, work, uh, baby. He, yeah, that's a whole nother animal, but he turned me onto that book. I read it and I'm like, this makes so much sense. You know, the four quadrants, cash flow, being an investor. And um, I went to a seminar and it was like the three day boot camp thing uh, where somebody's on stage selling the lifestyle. And I'm just like glued to the stage. This guy, you know, not nothing fancy. This guy had been flipping properties and then he was owning cash flow properties for passive income. And he was just showing all the cars and this lifestyle that he had. And I'm just like, wow, that's what I want. That's the, that's what's for me. And so that started my journey into getting started in a real estate. And my, you know, fastest way that I saw to make money in it was flipping properties, wholesaling properties. So I got my start as a wholesaler, flipping, doing a lot of transactions. And matter of fact, we still do that today. You know, it's a, it's a great source of, uh, fast revenue for, for your business. And so I started wholesaling properties for uh, like three or four years. I had a different business partner then. And then, um, it dawned on me that I was giving away the best deals, giving away the, the golden goose that's laying all those eggs. You know, you and I talk, yeah. man, you're giving away the best deals that are going to be spitting off cash flow, And that's why I made that change in 2012. I'm like, I need to keep these. I need to keep these. What am I going to do? Sell forever. And so I made that shift and, uh, I partnered with Dave. Uh, if you guys don't know him, um, I'm sure you've probably seen some of the stuff out there, but high energetic guys, awesome, positive person. Uh, we had the same kind of game plan and, and mindset when we met in 2012 and we decided to buy homes in Columbus, Ohio, started to hang on to these suckers. And that first year we bought about 13 homes right off the bat. It was just like, Oh, here's, here's 13 homes. This is back then when uh, you could walk up and down the street and buy stuff for under $20,000, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> those are the good old days. And so that's how we got our first kind of start into, um, into, into the rental business. It's like you know? that song, where have all the cowboys gone? <laughs> where have all the good deals gone? <laughs> yeah, I'm not right? gonna hit the high note, but yes, because <laughs> <laughs> those deals are so not there anymore. The market's changed. In uh, those, what, what insight, bro? What insight? Like, so listen. I yeah. mean, I've been seeing this. I mean, I joined Collective Genius 
for I think the same time you guys did. Yep. And yep. you saw me get roasted. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I remember that. I remember that. I got roasted harder than anybody's ever got roasted to come into that mastermind. But even then, I, I like I already knew cash flow is the way, and you guys were already doing cash flow too. But most people in that group are just buying and selling, and that's it. They're never keeping anything for themselves. Mm-hmm. And dude, that is where the money's made is by keeping it. Now you guys are starting to figure that out even more so today now yeah. than ever. I mean, you've you've really kind of taken that on and say, listen, this is where we are going, right? Right. Yeah, and when when we were talking in that in that meeting, um, I think you were one of the only guys there that was uh, talking apartments, and it was a, such a new thing. Is before it became sexy, you know, everyone's know. selling the you know the coaching stuff now, and it was just like a, it was like a, just a mindset thing for us because it's like okay, we never even thought of that yet, right? We're we're yeah. still living in the single family space, and and so that kind of opened up new doors, and that's why you know we went to your um, to your meeting and, you know, got the ins and outs and figured out, okay, so it's, it's like a leverage play, you know, and you, you're dealing with more units in one area and uh, really it's what it is. And then, so, I mean, I was, that was an amazing uh, event and uh, we learned a lot. Um, but you were one of the, the, the first guys in CG to really present how, um, how apartments. I showed work. the way, man. You showed the way you showed the way. And so we're doing, um, we're, we're, we're buying, we're still going to buy single family homes, our business. And, and what we do today is that we are uh, first and foremost, a buy and hold, we're buy and hold guys. Yep. Um, so that's the intent. And then our turnkey flip. So turnkey is kind of a loose term now, you know, a lot of people saying they're selling turnkey rentals and uh, some of them aren't even doing the rehabs, but uh, our definition of, of a turnkey is, you know, we, we buy a distressed asset, we renovate it with standards, find the tenant and then do the property management in-house for you, right? And so out of when we started buying those rental properties, we were the manager doing everything. And the investors that we had that were looking for um, deals were like, what are you guys up to? I haven't seen deals in a while. And um, they were like, well, we're, we're buying and holding. Well, we want to buy and hold some of the you know, ones that... So that's how this all came about. Came out of like, we, we weren't selling as many deals anymore. We started buying and holding. And we saw that there was still an opportunity there to make some pretty good money with, with flips. It was just a right. different way. It was just flipping rental properties. So our company is probably 80% now. We made a shift because um, we're at that point now where um, we've got cash flow coming in from all the rentals that are coming in to support our lifestyle and, and you know our staff. We're trying to keep it lean. That's the yes. thing. Keep it lean, right? And then have all that cash flow. So now we're, we're, we're thinking, okay, so... If we're going to be creating rental properties, we should just be keeping these for ourselves because that's that generation wealth that, yeah, man. that, that you teach and um, that we're all about. And that's why we're here talking today. That's sexy, uh, dude. Like that's- It is. It really <laughs> is. I mean, when you can keep that cash flow and also pull out some cash, a lot of people call that the Burr model. It's a beautiful thing. It's tax-free money. So, and that's that's the just the advantages of, of owning um you know, uh, rentals, whether it be in single families or um, multi-units, yeah. multi-units, they may take a little longer you to just become an investor. You just become a true right. investor, right? Right. Like, we all read rich dad, poor dad. And, and what happens is we've become traders. <laughs> I love saying it like that. Traders. <laughs> with a D yeah. if you do it long enough. It feels like with an AI, a trader, <laughs> Yeah, uh, because uh, as a trader, you get taxed 
to all bejesus. Mm-hmm. But as an investor, there's tax benefits. You get depreciation. You get lots of other things. You you have capital gains now instead of ordinary income. And um, everything starts to work better as you hold properties. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it does. And so we uh, that's that's our model. We're all about um, fine tuning our, our rehab management. So I'm, I'm in, in the business. I oversee a lot of the renovations, the processes, all the properties that come in from we, we like to call it the assembly line. Right. Right at the start comes in from acquisitions and it goes right into the into the rehab. Uh, I oversee that. And then so let's I, talk about that, man. Let's talk about yeah. that little piece. Right? So yeah, yeah, what's, what's the average deal look like? How do you how do you do it? How do you take it well, down? How do you like get stuff ordered from Lowe's? Yep, yep. Here we go. So here's here's how here's how we have it set up. So um, we like to deal with the properties that are worth anywhere from um, eighty to like about one hundred twenty, yep. and they're going to rent uh, for eight hundred to um, thirteen hundred a month. Yep. And these are neighborhoods where um, there's a lot of pride of ownership, uh, more owners than there are rent renters. And we like those neighborhoods. We call them the bread and butter or B, B class, uh, areas of Columbus, you know, yep, yep. where you can collect the rent and everything is uh, good at the end of the day. And, uh, you're not scared to go up to those areas. So it, once it hits, um, you know, the, uh, we have pipeline meetings now on Monday, once it hits the pipeline meeting that it's going to get closed on, we're set up to have somebody have our construction manager identify a crew to start on that project. So all of that scoping and, and getting um, bids together happens before that. And we're taking more of a proactive approach now these days so that when it closes, a crew starts there. You're right? very lean. Yeah. You're like, everybody's like, we've already know, we've already been in the house. We know what it needs. We already have the list, right? Yeah, and the most important thing that you can do, um, in, especially in, in rehab management, is definitely have that independent contractor paperwork signed with uh, whoever's doing the job, whoever that GC is, and it should have. So you guys typically, you guys typically hire a GC, right? Is that what is the yeah, GC model? Yeah, yeah. The GC has their subs, right? Dude, I used to do it all myself, where I was the GC. Oh my god. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I had great subs, but it's like, gosh damn, you really have to stay on top of your stuff. You do six or seven rehabs, right? You're like, because you're like drywall, 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 carpet, cart, you know, like paint, paint, you know, just everything has like a little, uh, it's a procedure. Right. It is. You can't go out of order, right? No, you can't put the, you know, flooring in before you, you know, get all the uh, mechanicals in and stuff like that. Yeah, man. Or you're just screwing the pooch, dude. It's like, (laughs) hold on, because then it pisses everybody off. Yeah, so um, I'm heavily involved in rehab management, and we have the GC model, uh, and it's better for us because we can just have um, a clear understanding that, yeah, we know you're marketing it up a little bit. We want you to make money, but we need volume pricing because we're going to feed you not just one house every right, quarter. we're keeping you jo- or busy. Yeah. You're our GC. You don't need right. to go anywhere else. You work for us. And what we're learning here is that that scope of work is kind of what we're doing now. It's called a rehab book, and we learned this from our, our good buddy, in Chicago is that we need to have the scope of work at the home, at the home. So they clearly understand what they're doing. And it's also good for that construction manager to go through that house, open up that rehab book and understand what's going on, what they've completed. Because okay. So this is what's before you even get there. Someone's already created that scope of work. Right. Here's, 
here's the plan for this property. Right. This is the plan for the property. We have a construction schedule. So um, we like to break it down into four Damn, phases. Bro, you're doing it way. Yeah, this is sweet. <laughs> you have four phases and every RJ just, be- RJ just became an operator. This is it. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All- like, he went, you all went special forces on me. You're like, hold on, bro. I, I mean, I'm not just a uh, Marine. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of special forces here. Yeah. So we have, uh, we have it there. Clear as cool. day. Clear as day. This is the plan, you know, and speaking of special forces, there's a good book out there. It's called uh, extreme ownership, right? It talks about one of the chapters is all about communication and, and that's what we want to improve. So if we have the scope of work at the house, then the subs see what the scope is and they know what to follow. And they're they not going to have to sit there and try to figure it out or guess, right? Cause worst case they guess and they guess wrong. Right. And we're talking about, you know, we're not adding additions. We're not the HGTV flip, flip this house. Right. Guy. You're not building, taking down all kinds of walls and stuff. No. Just like, dude, what's it, there is there. Let's just make it new. Right. It's safe and functional is all we do. Yeah. We don't they, want it 12 inch tiles. We want at least a little bit bigger, right? Or the new. Yes. Yeah, so a lot, you know, a lot of our renovations were there for the long term. But these are for turnkey, right? So like you're, you're making them for rentals. Mm-hmm. So in that model, it's not like taking it to this highest level of finish, right? Yeah. It's right. What do you guys that, call it? Like clean, safe, dependable? <laughs> exactly. It's safe and functional. Yeah. Safe and functional. Safe and functional. And it's, it's still going to look good. It's still got to praise, you know, when you go out and refinance. So, um, but we're not putting, you know, the, the most expensive, lavish fixtures. It's not going to matter. It's not going to increase your rental, right? It's yeah. not gonna- Rent's rent, right? Yeah. As long as it all works and it's and mm-hmm. it doesn't look, you know, junky or, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. As long so- as the tub's not green. Right, right. Or, yellow so- or you know. <laughs> like, if I showed you guys uh, before and after pictures, it's the same type of house. Yeah. It really is. We have it down to a T. We know what materials we're going to order. We know the paint schemes that we're going to have. And Where do you order your stuff at? So a lot of the stuff that we have is uh, through Home Depot and Barnett. There's other suppliers locally that we use for. Do you, you have know, SKU codes for all that stuff? Have you like walked Home Depot and got all your SKUs and like. Here's what we did in the beginning um, when we were doing this. We really had like three or five um, items that we would kind of use for the lights and fixtures and stuff like that. And we did at the end of that year, we looked at kind of what we were spending the most on and also went to our rep. We worked with our Home Depot rep and said, hey, can we get a better price on this line item? Right. And that's all we knew back then. And we were I mean, we were only doing like 20 a year. Uh, now we're like at a different level. Now we can go to uh, Home Depot corporate and get discounts. But what we found is that Barnett actually has some pretty good discounts right now. And they got bought out by by Home Depot. Oh, so, okay. So Barnett. Barnett. Yeah. I so, don't know what the hell Barnett is because I'm from, we don't have those here. <laughs> but I so get it. Uh, it's just kind of getting to, you know, going direct to the wholesalers. Basically. But it's straight up just finding the right place. Yeah. The right it's, it's really just finding the right supply chain. I call it yeah. a supply chain. Yeah. Right. And right. Where, you know, like this is, and then setting the standard of this is what it looks like almost pretty much every time. Every time. Right? This is what we use. The carpet. There's the fixtures. There's the uh, bubbles. Mm-hmm. Right. Here's the uh, smoke detectors. Here's, you know, here's the fart fan. Yeah. All that yeah. stuff. If Not, we replace the fart fan. Here's the, here's the, here's the same type of flooring. We use LVT. 
uh, try not to put carpet in there. Uh, if, if, if we are, then it will typically be like in an upstairs bedroom. Yeah. But that's it. So we have the same exact materials for each house, more of a factory than the HGTV. Now those, the rehabs that they're doing are great. Just as it's not our model, right? Right. Yeah. Well, cause you're just, I mean, listen, we're not trying to sell for profit, trying to rent it for money. Cash yeah. flow. If you yeah. go spend a hellacious amount of money in upgrades, there goes your profit, baby. <laughs> there goes your profit. And you're yeah, not going to no hire and rent. It's not like you can rent it for, you know, $6,000. It's all yeah, they're going to be like, Oh, great. Look at this. We get this bonus. <laughs> we would have bought it without, right. Or we would have rented, rented it without. Mm-hmm. I think that's the that's the number one mistake I see most single family guys make because on the apartment level, dude, we're I'm telling you, we are anemic <laughs> when it comes to fixing stuff. Yeah, like, like we will have an old countertop that's probably I don't know 25 years old. We're like, oh, we can resurface that. Like we don't need to replace the countertop. We just need to resurface it. There's this little thing, stucco thing that we do, this paint thing, and it puts it on epoxy. And it, wow. dude, when you're all done with it, you're like, oh my god, that thing looks brand new. Yep, yep, exactly. No, we didn't go replace it. No, mm-hmm. it cost us two hundred and fifty bucks for this, where it would have cost us eight hundred bucks to do the other. Right? I yeah. Mean, caulk and paint, dude. Caulk and paint. Like, yeah. I mean, we're just we're fanatics on it. But like, but the little things. I always say like little things, like face plates and plugins, resets. Right? If you've got something that looks for us, like. Even on our apartments, if it's old and like the ivory color, the yellow looking ones, right? Mm-hmm. Or the ones that will turn yellow or any other color, it's it's white. It's a white faceplate with a nice fresh switch that has no muck or paint or anything on it. That's our standard, right? We call okay. it our standard. Um, and it'll be all the way throughout the whole property. Why? Because, you know, listen, those things are two, you know, 12 cents or I don't know what the hell they are. They're cheap. Mm-hmm. And you can get it done. Then now you have and put two tone paint on there. Now it looks fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, uh, you know what the other thing we do? Do you guys do this? Um, the little uh, USB plugs. Hmm. You should do that, dude. I'm telling you right now, it's a game changer. They they love that, huh? Put a USB plug in the kitchen and in the bedrooms. Okay. You can get them if you buy them uh, from your whatever the hell you just said it was. Uh, you probably get it cheap. I'm telling you, that's a big. As, as we're telling, bringing our leasing people to through our units, we make sure we point it out. Hey, check this out. Just let you know, because all these older buildings, even when, you know, hell, I got a new house. I mean, I say new, 2008, right? Yeah. <laughs> if it's not new now, but I mean, like, this is, I, you know, I don't have any of those plugins. I didn't install them. No. But everybody has freaking phones and stuff that needs juice. Yeah. And that's one of our that's one of my biggest like bumps, just like as far as customer satisfaction is adding those one in the bedrooms, only need one, and um one in the kitchen. And dude, it's like it's gold, dude. Straight up, they're like, Wow, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Just get that tough reaction. Right? It's it probably costs you maybe like twenty five more cents, maybe fifty cents more to buy those little Yeah. Yeah. You know, US- yeah I, yeah, they used to be really expensive. Now they're not, right? Now yeah, they're, not. they're just they're because everybody has them, or at least they're out there, and mm. they don't do. I mean, it's all they have is two little plugins for the little uh, USBs, and dude, but that makes everybody happy. Yeah, gotta have juice in your phone. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Let me look at me throw some bombs. Right, 
right? I like it. <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's kind of like a, a snapshot of our process. We like to have our schedules, our scopes, our uh, personnel. Like who's yeah, I love that scope thing. I think that's the, when you said communication, that's what it means. Like, because I'm just thinking to myself, back when I was flipping properties and going through doing rehab in general, it's always like, gosh, damn it, why would you do this, right? Like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. When have we ever done this? And mm-hmm. you decided that this was a good idea, right? Yeah. yeah. And but if we have, if I would have had a scope, because honestly, the the biggest problem was me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't available. I wouldn't answer my phone. <laughs> I felt like I was busy or something. <laughs> you know. <laughs> hey. So, yeah. Happens. Communication is is important in construction, and that's how we keep it um, more tight knit. We also used uh, one place for communicating, and that's Voxer. And Voxer. Voxer is a it's a really good app. A lot of people are using it now, but if you if you're not, it's a great place to do short videos. You can talk to text. You can text. You can put files in, and you just have your GC part of that, right? So you can say, "Hey, here's yeah. what I want to do with this property right here. I need to change this and fix this." Yeah, we we right. create for every property that we're renovating um, and or turning, we create a just a file, a group a group text, and the file could be named one two three Main Street. Uh, rehab and then the use, which is like buy and hold. And then in there, it has everybody that's going to touch the property, the construction manager, the crew lead, the leasing agent, the inspector, quality control, construction coordinator. Um, Attaboy. Now we're getting, some, those are nuggets, dude. These are nuggets. So that's, that's some, that's a nugget, man. <laughs> so we use Foxer every day, every day. Yeah. And um, now we're doing an even added step is like every Monday, a voice or, a, a, um, I just put a text in, um, you know, what's your goal this week and what do you need from me? And they're going to tell you what they need from you, what their goal is. So maybe the goal this week is to wrap up phase two, start working on mechanicals, getting the HVAC in, whatever it is, because their goal is to get that done because they want to get paid for that phase. Sometimes they might have issues that day. Like, hey, uh, this came up after I removed this plumbing. Now we have a leak. Here's what's going on. It's going to be a change order. And then, they, you know, you can start negotiating pricing from there. So it's just immediate, instant communication. And you have it all kind of in a history there so that if there's any questioning of, well, you said this, but no, I said that. It's right here in the, in the, in the chat. Yeah. So one more other question. So this is uh, not even to do with your flipping or your turnkey models or anything like that. I want to talk about uh, your partnership with uh, your partner, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because this is something um, you guys have done a really good job in um, managing that. And and I I just I want to commend you for that. I think I think that's one of the things when I look at the way you guys operate, it is from a standpoint of. Obviously, I think there's a lot of communication in what you guys are doing, and you've been very open and honest and transparent with each other. But yep. can you speak to that a little bit and how that's worked for you guys, and what do you think the key is for your success in that partnership? So, yeah, you, you just hit on one of them. On one of them is open communication. Dave and I, uh, when we first met, you know, we were, we were buddies before we, we started to join forces, right? And so there's that level of communication that you need to have with your partner has to be open, you know, has to be like, Hey, we've had plenty of conversations where it's like, you know, tough conversations. 
right? You, yeah, yeah, like, you Absolutely. were the code red. I know you did say it. <laughs> uh yeah I, I mean it's it's been like that or it's been oh man he you know messed up you know he, it's like i failed right right failed here i i didn't show up to this or ah it's my mistake i hit the wrong number on a wire or something right i coded this wrong it could be anything and this happens daily so yeah. you like there's got that's that that's real stuff that happens yeah so that the, the communication's got to be open and uh, the best thing to do is just have that you don't have that with your with your partner it's probably the wrong partnership but do you guys schedule time to talk about stuff like that like you're yeah, just like sometimes it's on the spot you know sometimes it's like hey i got a, i got a couple minutes i want to run this by you you know but we have a lot of same page meetings pretty much daily we have do you guys do like so because i've seen most of the time like you have your own little place where you hang and then he's got a little place where he hangs like he mm-hmm. does mainly this responsibility you do this responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. I'll talk about that. So that's kind of, we call that the lanes, right? So he has his lane, which he thrives in more of a sales type environment. And so he's in charge of like acquisitions and sales. And then I'm over in the rehab management and property management world. And until we can find um, leaders to be there in those departments, we're going to oversee that. And I'm, I'm actually the integrator. If you've read the book, you know, traction and implemented that actually the integrator and he's more of the visionary okay right now we have um a couple of people in the business that are fairly new to the, the managerial role so he plays a uh, a key part in what he strives in in sales and raising money and stuff like that so he stays in that lane and sometimes when he has some breakthroughs or some maybe some challenges we'll get together and say hey this is what's going on with one two three main street we got title issue here and it's probably going to close on this date thinking about, you know, whatever it is, you know, getting, um, using funding from this source to close it and then double close it and we can sell like that. And then we'll talk about numbers real quick. And then we'll agree. Try, to try to strategize yeah. what, what we think we're going to do with this property. Correct. Yeah. Because once he turns it over to RJ, 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 know what he doing. Right? Yes. Goes in. I've got it from here, boss. You got me. I'll, right. I'll, I'll take it to the, all the way to home. Right. Right. And so we didn't really know, like, that's really cool first- though. At first, in the in the partnership, we were kind of doing everything. We would have like a list of stuff to do, and then we would kind of like, all right, I'm going to attack that. You attack this. Right. Well, is nowadays it's we we know stay what your lane, excel. right? Yeah, we know what we excel in. So he's staying here where he excels, and I stay here. So you really got to understand what you're like. What makes your partner tick? I hey mean, I'm doing this with my wife. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> she thinks she owns. Well, I mean, I right. She owns all the lanes. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm just a little cog in the wheel here, but honestly, that's been a really thing for us trying to, cause I'm an a-hole most of the time when I, I don't know why I am when, I mean, I love my wife, but when we work together, it's like, oh gosh, dang, like I become an a-hole and, and she not, she's not friendly. Yeah. Right. And, but we've actually started transitioning to saying, Hey honey, here's your role. And I'm going to let you do like, I'm not even going to go into that. Like, you go perform it, right? She's because she's got sales and management experience. I just want to be the CEO of my. I just want to be the visionary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we've actually starting to figure that one out, and I, I just I'm kind of trying to model what you guys are doing because I, I think you have done it really well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we we know each other now more than ever, and it's basically because we understand our profiles. We did a culture index profile. You can do disc, or you can do preventive or predictive index. Whatever it is you're going to do, 
definitely do it so you know how your partner's ticking. Yeah, how they're wired, right? How they're wired, right? And we do that now when we hire. Uh, before, yeah. it was just like, what do you think? Well, what do you think? Feel <laughs> good about it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hire, you know? Yeah, and you don't even know, like, who they are, right? Yeah, you could be hiring a freaking psychopath. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's something we've changed, too. We got that from Traction as well. Um, yeah. You know, tra- Traction. Let's talk about Traction for a minute. Uh, yes. A great book, right? Right. Yeah, let's segue into that. So the, uh, you know, implementation was earlier this year. Um, we had taken bits and pieces of traction and tried to implement it ourselves. It, you can do that, but I highly recommend for, for the fastest results. It's just, you know. Who did, who did you have come help you? We had uh, Sharper Solutions, Gary. Okay, Gary's getting ready to come to my shop. Oh, you're going to, he's yeah. gonna be awesome. We did a trade out, so it was great. So he's going to come to my boardroom, and uh, I still got to owe him a little bit of money, but like, I'm super jazzed about it because I know that it'll like, you know, we're already dealing with it. We're trying to get there, but you know, we're doing it on our, we've read the book as a team, Yeah. but we need someone to come and facilitate it for us and get us really glued. And cause we've not actually done the work to find our you know, culture stuff like that. So there's nobody better. I think in my, in my opinion, he's got the, the real estate experience. Yeah. Um, and he, he has seen so many, other org- real estate or- organizations. He's going to completely be a game changer for you guys. Yeah. As a much excited. So we did that in December. And then, um, you know, he, he's uh, still providing some ongoing training. And then what it did is just, it, it just gives you more clarity and organization. Here's where we're going. Here's the vision. We're rowing the boat this way. Here's your spots. Here's what we're going to add down the road. Here's the pieces that we need. As mm-hmm. you know, as we as we have a growth model, right? Yeah. Everything's kind of like planned out. It's just planning. It's re- and then having the right people in the right seats. Yeah. And and the people that are really good in your business, they need that. They're actually wanting that. Yeah. They want you as the owner to have your sh- your shit together. You know. Yeah. And well, listen. My training looks like this. Yeah. You jump in the seat and uh, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Right? Seriously, we all have that. We, we've been process mapping now, and, and it, it, we're still doing a horrible job, but we're getting, I mean, we're, we're, we're tackling it. But it is a big deal to get what's out of your head on a paper that's workable. Yeah. Um, yeah. For us. Oh. And, and as we keep, and there, we keep changing it too. We're like, oh, well, that doesn't work. So mm-hmm. let's redesign, retool. That's always something. We're changing something almost daily in our business of what yeah. we've learned. And, and because it's in, in real estate, you learn on every deal. That's why it is. You either win or you learn, right? You never lose. Yes. Yeah, you never lose. You win. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You're full of one-liners today. Come on, man. I, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I had my cup of coffee, and uh, you know, I took my power drink, my pre-workout. It's kicking in. Really good right now. <laughs> <laughs> I played racquetball. I won two games out of three. I mean, I'm living my dream right now. <laughs> oh, we still need to hit that racquetball up. I, f- I have a feeling you're pretty good at that. Oh uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a little couple lessons for sure. It'll All be right. fun. Watch a guy in shape uh, get beat by a a guy that's not so much in shape. Well, you know, it's all about the it's positioning. If you're if you're you, you know if you know about it and the angles, which sounds like you do, yeah, I'll be able to show you a couple things. All right, this will be a fun experience. I want to tape it. <laughs> <laughs> And then no, I would play it yeah. no, every we time I say, like, hey, remember this shot right here, dude? <laughs> do, do, a live, do a live Facebook, right? Facebook Live. Oh, we should have Dave do it. We should have Dave. Yeah. Absolutely. Dave with the Facebook Live just watching us go at it. Yeah. Couple, no, couple, yeah, that'll be fun. 
Cool. Hey, listen, uh, RJ. So if people want to get a hold of you and um, figure out what you guys are about, how do they, how do they find you? The best thing to do is everybody has, uh, you know, Facebook and Instagram, right? So my Instagram handle is just at RJ Pepino. And then if you click a link on the bio, you can get to our uh, columbusturnkey.com website. And then also we have a meetup locally here in Columbus. It's called The Cream, uh, a really awesome group of real estate investors that are doing deals, are funding deals. The cream rises to the top, right? Where the air is crisp, buddy. <laughs> so that's that's um, that's the easiest way to find me. I'll connect with you. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook, just RJ Pepino. That's spelled P-E-P-I-N-O. Easy, oh, bro. Easy, dude. Listen, man, hey, thanks a lot for coming on the show and, and give us that insight. I mean, you actually gave the really couple really choice nuggets, even the Voxer um, yeah. project management, um, even in your relationship with your partner, Dude, all that makes so much sense. And, dude, I'm, I'm very proud of what you guys are doing. And I see really the turn in, in your, we've both seen it in each other, our evolution yeah. of our businesses as we've grown and matured into um, to real companies, real organizations with people and staff and, um, you know, responsibilities. But what a great game to play, right? I love it. Like right? we're playing Monopoly, dude. And, um, you know, I, I see you guys starting to, uh, you'll trade in those greenhouses away eventually for those fat red ones, right? those hotels or those apartments. Um, I see it in your future. Um, I, I really want you guys to do a deal with me. We'll, we'll figure that out one of these days. But uh, again, uh, thanks again for, the, for coming on. For everybody listening, listen, you know, I love apartments. You guys know this about me, but there's more than one way to get there. And so RJ has a really good business model for doing uh, and, and buying rental properties and it works for him and like that's a great way it doesn't have to be with apartments now i'm jaded in the in in that spot i think you can get there faster right but listen everybody starts with you know you start with what you know and sometimes in the interim of doing these even a bigger apartment deals sometimes you need some cash in between right and so Doing learning learning the wholesale business is not a bad idea. Learning how to make some quick fat profit is not a bad idea because it's all about choices. But guys, more importantly than anything else is your mindset. I talk about this each and every episode. I always do it at the end because I truly believe Dave and or I mean RJ, am I right? Like when you bought into the idea, is that not like when your life started to change? It's absolutely right. The only reason why I got to new levels in this business is my mindset and is personal development. You just, this is the most important piece because if you don't have that, the tough times will derail you. Yeah. And, they, and they're coming. Winter is coming for all of us. Yeah, it's coming. Game of Thrones for everybody, right? You will have your, your dragons will come and rain fire on you. I'm telling you. And they meet your friend one day and all of a sudden they're not. Um, it happens. Everybody dies. And then you get rebirth like Jon Snow. Okay, and you come back better, stronger. Okay, um, <laughs> but guys, listen, it is it is about mindset. If you believe it, you can achieve it, and your paradise is possible.